could shine between the lines if you would let yourself go find some place you know you can use your words use your hands you can change the world just pretend express yourself take a chance and you'll see who you'll be it's time to express yourself where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Keep smiling, because life is a beautiful thing and there's so much to smile about. Marilyn Monroe. Welcome to Express Yourself. We are a program by, for, and with creative young people, a platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Network, Empowerment Channel. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity, a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. Please visit www.bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation and get more information about who you, too, can be a part of our mission to increase literacy and positive message media. Be The Star You Are needs your donations to help us help those in distress by providing books and other resources. We have launched our Operation Wildfire Disaster Relief Fund for victims in and around Chico and desperately need donations to help ship much-appreciated books to victims. Please donate today at www.bethestarur.org. You can even donate through PayPal Giving Fund with no additional fees. And so to start off our show today, which is all about smiles, we have radio show host and reporter Siri Panindra on our wonderful segment on smiles. Take it away, Siri. Hi, Kenneth. I was once told that there's a smile um, magic, and that's 100% true. We release feel-good neurotransmitters, dopamine, endorphins, serotonin, all simultaneously when we smile. Endorphins are natural pain relievers. You see, they are 100% organic and do not contain the negative side effects of medicines and concoctions. When you smile, serotonin is increasing and it's also released, which lifts one's mood and is an antidepressant. Many different medicines in the pharmacy also release serotonin, but smiling is more convenient and more fun, and it does not require a prescription from your doctor. Like, how easy is that? Smiling ultimately relaxes your body and lowers your heart rate and blood pressure. And every time we take one of our quizzes or examinations in my AP psychology class, my teacher always tells us to smile and sometimes even throws out a small joke seconds before we take the test. And it actually helps set my mind in a positive mood, ready to ace my exam. Now, for the physical advantages of smiling, people are more attractive when they're smiling. No, no, I'm not trying to butter you up. It's actually true. A study from Neuropsychologia says that seeing a smile, happy face activates your orbitofrontal cortex, a part of your brain which processes sensory rewards. So when you see an attractive, smiling person, you're feeling rewarded on the inside. Try it out. Go outside and smile and see how many looks you get and how many new friends you make. It actually works. We have all learned that yawns are contagious and even laughs, but the same idea applies for smiles. For instance, a Swedish study asked people to frown when shown a picture of someone smiling. People couldn't help but smile unconsciously and had to take conscious efforts to frown, strengthening the point that smiles are actually natural and contagious. And also throwing it out there, smiles also increase the time you live by about seven years. A 2010 study found that smiling and positive affirmations are closely related and associated with longer lifespans. Also, smiling releases molecules that fight stress, diseases, sicknesses, or any illness, while negative thoughts and feelings decrease your body's immunity to diseases, causing it to be more prone to all types of sicknesses. And here's a small quote that I found that basically sums up everything. Sometimes your joy is the source of your smile, but sometimes your smile can be the source of your joy. That's by Tich Nhat Han. And the bottom line is that no matter how good or bad your day is, your smile should be worn around often. Brighten your day, brighten others. Smiles are so contagious and beautiful and helps you feel good inside and out. And that's about it. 
Yeah, thanks, Siri. That was really interesting. Um, you talked about how smiling has so many benefits, including you know creating a stronger immune function and healing people. It's almost like you know like working out, I guess. Um, but you know, working out is hard. Do you know any ways that teens can find ways to smile? I guess effortlessly. Yeah, definitely. It's always good to hang out with people who make you smile, like your friends or family. You can always watch funny movies. You can go um, out in the nature and you know smile. And attend a comedy show. There's so many different ways that you can smile effortlessly. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, definitely. I can relate to that. Um, you know, especially in social interactions too, where you're trying to just, I guess, lighten the mood or something. I find myself actually kind of smiling or laughing on purpose, um, just to kind of get other people, I guess, more relaxed. Um, do you think there's any merit to kind of? using that tactic in a social interaction to kind of, um, I guess, uh, express yourself or kind of uh, become more friendly with other people? Definitely. Smiles are great ways to make, you know, amazing first impressions. And, you know, since I'm a junior, it actually applies to me because I will be, you know, applying for colleges and, you know, participating in college interviews. And admission officers, they actually look for your personality. And you were asking about social interactions, you know, if you smile when taking an interview, any interview, even a job interview, you will definitely make a really good first impression and hopefully move on. Yeah, um, I've heard that a lot. You know, just being positive should be really helpful to, I guess, introduce yourself and seem like a desirable person to be around. Um, so we talked about how smiling has a lot of, you know, physical, actual benefits that can really improve your body and improve your health. Um, do you know of any ways that, you know, like medical professionals and doctors have actually utilized smiling and laughing to help heal people? Yes, smiling, it actually boosts your um, immune system and your physical health as well. And many doctors, um, they, they prefer, you know, smiling over medication, you know, because it's more convenient and it's, you know, less harmful to your body. And, you know, smiling allows you to live up to seven years longer. So it definitely has its benefits. And it's just such a great substitution for any kind of harmful medication. Mm -hmm. Is there any way you kind of uh, stick to that routine, I guess? Is there anything that you specifically do to uh, keep yourself smiling or keep yourself laughing? I actually always smile. Um, I always have handy jokes on my phone, like always. And it just makes me laugh all the time. And in fact, a fun little fact here, my name actually means smile in my language. And wow. that, that also makes me laugh a lot. So, you know, it's always good to like cheer up. And I always like surround myself with happy friends and happy environment. And that's how I basically smile all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I kind of do the same thing. Um, uh, I'll find myself, you know, listening to weird like music, like I guess like funny comedic songs, some things that are like so extreme or so like goofy that they kind of just make me laugh. And I find myself doing that like in kind of, I guess like bad situations or nervous situations right before I have to give a speech or meet someone like new and important. So yeah, I can definitely understand how just keeping something on record to have to make yourself smile, it can be a really helpful tool just like going about your day. Um, uh, do you think there are any other kinds of ways that people can um, bring themselves to smile in a obviously like bad situation? Yeah, definitely. Um, so in one of my previous segments, actually, I was talking about nature and how it makes you smile. And you were asking about bad situations. And um, I actually watched this movie. It's called The Secret. And this person, unfortunately, had cancer and this, you know, disease that was, you know, pretty life-threatening and the doctor said you have to smile go out and visualize yourself you know healed and that patient did that followed the doctor's instructions and got healed like completely without any medication and you know that's like a miracle so if anyone out there has like an illness or sickness even a small one smiling is always you know the best way to go oh do you know if that's like um like psychological, you know, like people talk about how the pl uh, placebo effect works and how 
if you think something will get better, then it just kind of gets better by itself and your body works to meet that goal. Um, do you think that smiling is kind of more based around actually, you know, releasing um, those special, like serotonin and uh, I guess those special chemicals and hormones? Or is it just about more like being psychologically happy and how that can improve, I guess, the way your body works? I actually, I think it's both combined, you know, um, smiling increases serotonin and a lot of neurotransmitters like dopamine, endorphins. Um, but it's also kind of like the placebo effect where if you feel you're going to heal and, you know, if you feel that you're all positive, that'll also, you know, have a lot of positive advantages. So it's, it definitely does something to your brain because, you know, it's an antidepressant, but it, and it also activates your orbitofrontal cortex. So it does, you know, we have statistics to prove that smile positively affects the brain, but it's also kind of a psychological thing where if you're always smiling and if you always visualize good things, you know, um, that'll also, you know, make you feel better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's um, I guess, a pretty nice thing that, like, nature has given to us to be able to get better but just by smiling. Um, also, speaking of good things that smiling brings, um, you talked about how smiles make people more attractive. Um, do you think there's any special way that, I guess, like any special kind of way or any special kind of smile that can people can put on to just make themselves look better? Um, anything special they can do to kind of get themselves to smile or laugh in those kinds of situations where you have to appear, um, I don't know, I guess nice or like attractive to other people? You should definitely have a genuine smile and, you know, um, when I made, um, when I first met my best friend, um, I actually told her a joke and we both smiled and I feel smiling at, you know, attracts you to positive people and, you know, not smiling, it kind of sets a bad mood and it kind of attracts negative people. So smiling, a genuine smile would always, you know, make you get extra friends and just lighten up the mood. Yeah, that's a really nice point. You know, smiling attracts other nice people. I, I kind of just, that just hit me right now. Um, yeah, if you smile, you can kind of uh, attract more people that are like more positive than negative, And that's always a good thing. Um, yeah, smiling just makes yourself seem like a more nice, desirable person. And it attracts you to other nice, desirable people. So uh, thanks, Siri. That was a great way to be in our show. Um, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for this segment. Um, but we'll both be back to talk about the new year. Or we'll both be back to talk about smiles in our next segment. Uh, listeners, be sure to support our show and these amazing segments by donating to Be the Star You Are charity that brings you this program. We have lots of fun events coming up, so check out www.bethestarur.org and follow our blog. I'm Kenneth Jun, and I'm Siri Panindra. Watch Be The Star You Are's fun and informative videos at youtube.com slash be the star you are. Make sure to also pick up the new anthology Be The Star You Are Millennials to Boomers at cynthiabryan.com slash online dash door. See you in our next segment. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on Voice America Kids Channel. Your hosts, the Kids First film critics, preview all the latest movies before they're released. 
interview stars on the red carpet, and share their reviews with you so you can make informed decisions about what you select to see. Our reporters, ages 7 to 16, will bring you a kid's perspective on these films. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Empowerment. I'm Siri Panindra on Express Yourself, and today's show focuses on wonderful smiles. And I'm Kenneth Jones. Each week on Express Yourself, we base our program on a chapter from our newest book, Be the Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, Celebrating Gifts of Positive Voices in a Changing Digital World, available at www.cynthiabryan.com slash online store. Today, Kenneth and I will be reading the chapter, The Gift of Smiles by Cynthia Bryan a New York Times bestselling author of several books, TV, radio, personality producer, and enrichment coach specializing in acting, media, writing, speaking, and life success. Cynthia is the founder and executive director of Be The Star You Are, by c 3 nonprofit, empowering women, families, and youth through increased literacy, improved positive media messages, and skills for living. Let's get started. My smile cost $800. It was the best investment of my lifetime. Why, you ask? Is there a dollar value on my smile? Here's my story. My 20 primary teeth never fell out naturally. They were not deciduous as most children's baby teeth are. Instead, my secondary teeth erupted behind those robust milk teeth, resulting in a mouth that resembled a menacing predator with double rows of incisors, canines, and bicuspids on both my upper and lower jaws. As a child, I was an outgoing gregarious little girl, but now, with a mouthful of sharp, shark-toothed enamel ready to bite, smiling was not an option for me. I covered my mouth with my hands when I spoke. My youthful, ebullient personality took a severe nosedive. My parents called a family meeting to discern what could be done to correct this distressing situation. Although we didn't have the finances, it was decided that we pool our money so that I could have braces. First step was to have a dentist pull all of those tw- 20 baby teeth this was a painful nightmare that left me frightened to the core of dentists. Once the tooth fairy had visited and my gums healed, braces were wired to the secondary teeth. After 18 months of gladly enduring the discomfort of those brackets, I emerged a different girl. My happy-go-lucky smile was back. My gregarious spirit and outgoing personality reemerged. My teeth were straight and no one called me shark face anymore. The total cost of this miraculous makeover was $800. Forever after whenever I would frown or be sad, my dad would exclaim, Come on, Cynthia, flash me your $800 smile. Smiling is a critical component of happiness. It's a natural response that reduces stress, makes us more attractive, lowers our blood pressure, and confirms our joy, love, and acceptance of others. Since the beginning of time, artists, musicians, authors, and activists have documented the power of a smile. Our brain chemistry is changed when we smile. The feel-good hormones called endorphins flood our bodies, helping us to feel euphoric even when we're not. A United Kingdom study proved that a single smile provides the same brain simulation of 2,000 chocolate bars, all without the calories. There are 44 muscles in the face that can exhibit over 5,000 different expressions. It takes more muscles to frown than to smile. It's impossible to frown or be sad when you are smiling. Even when you are feeling down, anxious, or depressed, if you put a smile on your face, you'll soon feel uplifted. It's the fake it until you make it scenario. In its 2017 Be The Star You Are 51C3 charity newsletter, volunteer contributor Karen Kitchell wrote about a surprising research project done by the Wayne State University where the baseball card photos of major league players in 1952 were examined. The study found that the span of a player's smile could actually predict the span of his life. Players who didn't smile in their pictures lived an average of 72.9 years, while players with beaming smiles lived an average of 79.9 years. Hooray for happy faces! 
In the human world, all cultures value smiles. Children supposedly smile more than 400 times per day, while adults may smile only 5 to 20 times per day. No wonder it's exhilarating to be around young people who are carefree and delighting in the world around them. When we smile, we appear friendly, likable, approachable, competent, conscientious, and energized. Smiling could land you your next dream job. My $800 smile is priceless to me. Since I was granted the gift of smiles, I've made sure to keep a big, broad smile on my face incessantly. My smile has served me well throughout my careers in acting, modeling, designing, coaching, and lecturing. That $800 investment has been earned back a thousand times over, as I've been fortunate enough to grace the pages of newspapers, magazines, business cards, books, and be featured in billboards, commercials, television shows, and films. If you want to live happily ever after, with less stress and a positive outlook, smack a smile on your face. I make no excuses for flashing my pearly whites. I choose to be happy, and I'm smiling as I write this book. My husband tells me that I often smile in my sleep, and oh yes, I overcame my fear of dentists. I married one. And now for the exercise, say cheese. The next time you're in a funk, put a smile on your face. Grin as widely as possible. Within minutes, you'll feel your body relax, your heart rate will slow, and your anxiety will dissipate. When you're walking down the street, smile at a stranger. Smiling is contagious, and you'll help someone else feel uplifted and lighter. If you can't gather the gumption to smile, watch a funny movie, look up a joke, or read the comics. Take a selfie and say cheese. Your smile is worth a thousand times more than $800. Smile, smile, and then smile some more. Wow, that was definitely an interesting um, smile chapter that Cynthia wrote. Yeah, and it mentioned the things that we discussed in our uh, last segment, you know, about how smiles can actually make you, um, you know, feel more uplifted and actually, like, benefit your life, as they talked about um, with the baseball cards and, you know, predicting the lifespan. And, yeah, um, she talked about how, you know, being ashamed of um, your teeth when you were young and having to get braces. Yeah, I, I kind of went through the same thing where my teeth were kind of crooked and it was, I, it wasn't, you know, I didn't have the like overlapping teeth like Cynthia did, but they were kind of crooked and they were kind of weird looking. And it was kind of um, odd or I felt conscious of how I looked when I smiled at people. And then, you know, when I got them fixed, it just made my life like significantly better where I was just more confident with other people. Um, you know, I could actually smile and just, you know, uh, be myself more. Definitely. It's always important to have your smile and even Cynthia, she actually brought up a survey that was talking about how a chocolate, right, um, that 2,000 chocolate bars, um, uh, the single smile can generate the same amount of brain stimulation that 2,000 chocolate bars have. And I actually did the same research and I got that same study. And apparently studies in the UK found that that smile can generate the same amount of 16,000 pounds, um, which is around 25,000 and that means a person can feel like a million bucks just by smiling a certain number of times a day. So that was really interesting. Wow. Yeah. So, again, um, yeah, we just keep saying over and over again that smiles are actually really helpful and, you know, a healthy thing to do. You know, keeping your mental and physical health in check. Like, smiling is a really uh, great way to do that. Yeah, smiling, it makes you feel beautiful inside out. And it's just, you know, an amazing feeling and you attract more positive people. You know, I, I wish I was always smiling, even in my sleep, you know, attract more positive things. Um, yeah, that's super interesting. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I just I guess we just clear up that, like, you know, if your teeth don't look great and I guess I, you feel like self-conscious about your face or anything, you know, you shouldn't really like nobody would really care. So. You know, I guess saying that you have to spend a ton of money on your teeth or your face to, you know, make your life better. That's not always necessarily true. But, you know, just becoming more confident about yourself and the way you look, it relieves a lot of tension and, you know, it allows you to smile more. And smiling just makes your life better. It makes you happier. It makes you more attracted to different people. Like, no matter how you look, no matter what you think is wrong, just smiling will probably just do better for um, whatever you want to do. Of course. And whether or not you have braces or not, it actually, you know, it makes you feel better. You know, it attracts so many different people and doesn't matter if your teeth are crooked or anything, um, because I also had crooked teeth. Um, and 
you know, when I got braces, it was an amazing, you know, made me feel good. But even if you don't have braces and your teeth are not that straight, you know, it's about how you feel inside. And if you feel inside like super positive, you will attract so many different friends. Yeah, like Cynthia said, all cultures value smiles. It's not necessarily about how you look. It's just about like what you're saying to the world, I guess. If you smile, you know, other people will just be happier because they can see that you're, I guess, this beacon of positivity. You know, it's not, it's not how, about how you appear. It's just about what you're saying with your smile. Yeah, and I feel smiles, they kind of connect people from all over the world. When I visited Japan and London the other day, um, especially in Japan, um, where some people did not talk English, smiling was kind of my way to say hello. And it just kind of connected me to so many different types of people from different cultures and just an absolutely amazing feeling. Yeah, exactly. It's really universal. It's just something that anybody can understand, you know, that you like you're feeling good and that you're in a good headspace. You know, nobody, nobody doesn't know what a smile means. Um, like no matter what language, no matter where from the world you are, like if you see a smile, then that effect just happens to every human being. Yeah. And you, you also make sure that your presence is really positive wherever you are. Even when um, I'm taking the SAT or ACT, I always, you know, smile and I make sure that, you know, I kind of like I'm in a positive state. And when you smile, it especially, it reduces your stress and, that's why my AP psychology teacher always says jokes before we start a test. And, you know, whenever you encounter something stressful in your life, whether it's an interview, something with college interviews or anything of that sort, it's always good to smile and, you know, relax and, you know, release positive hormones like serotonin. Yeah. And like, yeah, I guess the ultimate point is that a smile is a very valuable thing, as Cynthia said, and um, I guess we're kind of elaborating on now. A uh, smile is just, it's a really useful tool to have, I guess, as you make your way throughout the world. You know, just appearing to be a more relaxed person, a more um, happy person that's more approachable, it can do a lot. You know how Cynthia described, um, she's gotten a lot of job opportunities and a lot of, I guess, like, press and things like that with uh, just her smile and with the way, I guess, she expressed herself. Um, so just smiling, just it's a really useful thing to uh, be able to do. And luckily enough, it's a really easy thing to do. Yeah, and I feel we should smile all the time, even when, you know, you're stressed, you know, smiling could end up landing you your next dream job, like Cynthia had um, with modeling and all of those different fun jobs. And, you know, I just feel smiling is just so positive and it makes sure your day starts on a good foot and, you know, they say, you know, wake up on the right side of the bed, but I think smiling is way, you know, more important and it actually, you know, does something to your brain, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this chapter was pretty great. It made me smile. Um, unfortunately, like we are out of time now, but we will continue in the next segment. Um, to help you on your journey, pick up a copy of our book, Be the Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, Celebrating Gifts of Positive Voices in a Changing Digital World. I'm Kenneth. And I'm Siri Panindra. Visit www.bethestarur.org for more information about Express Yourself and Be the Star You Are. And look forward to chapters from our new anthology, Be the Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, Positive Voices in a Changing Digital World which is available now on www.bethestarur.org slash events, where you can also find out more about upcoming opportunities for spreading positivity as a part of our charity. Make sure to keep listening as the Smile Show continues. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Show the world your smile. Be the star you are. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. 
live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. On Tuesdays at noon Pacific, teens talk and the world listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio on Voice America Kids. Come play with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Empowerment. I'm Kenneth Chun, and our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. This edition of Express Yourself is all about smiles. And I'm Siri Panindra. For this segment, Kenneth and I will be talking about a variety of ways smiles play an important part in modern society. Why don't we begin with first impressions? Yes, first impressions, you know, the favorite, everyone's favorite part of every social interaction. Uh, of course, that's a joke. Most first impressions... Um, are very nerve-wracking and, you know, there are very crucial seconds that you uh, have to utilize to make yourself look um, desirable to a person. We touched on this a little earlier in our earlier segments, but yeah, you know, with first impressions, if you're taking the effort out of your day and your life to meet someone, you probably want to look good to them. You don't want to seem, you know, unpleasant and seem like a person that people would never want to talk to again. So, you know, uh, we're just going to go through some ways that you can improve your first impressions. And of course, one main way is through smiling. Yeah, definitely. And I feel, you know, especially when you deal with interviews or, you know, college application, um, you know, when you attend a college, you might have to attend an interview. And that's a really important, crucial part in going to that college, in fact. And, you know, smiles, they play such an important role in first impressions. And you know how they say that connections are very important, that you never know who your teacher is related to, right? Could be your college admissions officer. So it's always good to have first impressions that are super positive and always, you know, have good relationship with many different types of people. Yeah. And, you know, body language in general is just really important for um, presenting yourself to other people, you know? Uh, things like standing up straight, making up eye contact, all the things like that. You know, eye contact in most cultures is a sign of respect, and it's like it's an important part of uh, connecting with someone, as you said. Um, it's just a way to show that you're interested in the interaction and you're interested in uh, what the other person has to offer to your life or to the conversation or whatever. Um, and, you know, in body language, smiling is a big part of that. It's probably the easiest thing you can do with body language. Um and the most effective thing, you can just, uh, the way smiles work is um, it's very easy to read as uh, a sign that you're happy and that you're uh, excited to be where you are and to be talking to the person you are. Um, so yeah, smiles is, smiling is just a really easy way to um, utilize body language to uh, seem like a good candidate or a good person to be around in interviews and applications and what have you. Of course. And I still remember my wonderful English teacher back in sixth grade, um, we had to do a presentation for our English project about, you know, the history of English and literacy. And I still remember on the rubric, she had a big like 5% for smiles along with, you know, all of the formalities of not slouching and, you know, your body language, it should be positive overall. And, you know, she had smiling on the rubric and I definitely got a good foundation for smiling from my English teacher yeah like a lot of uh like a lot of teachers do that yeah my teachers have stressed a lot of importance on just seeming like you want to be there and you want to uh say what you have to say when you're giving a presentation or speech in a class I remember you know how I used to be like really shy and really bad at uh giving speeches um you know I would just go up there say what I have to say try to memorize what I needed to say and just recite that um 
I think I've gone, I'm obviously not perfect at speeches and, you know, speaking and public speaking, but the way I've improved a lot is just by seeming more relaxed and just telling myself that um, it's much better to just be more lighthearted about everything and just be more confident in yourself, even if, you know, things may not necessarily go perfectly. It's just a lot better to be able to laugh at yourself, you know, um, be happy with what you're doing and just be interested in what you're doing on that particular day. Yeah, and you know, when you're ever giving a presentation, smiling, it causes people to laugh and to listen freely. And not only will you go easier on yourself, you know, the people in the audience will also go easier on yourself if you smile. Because, you know, smiling, it just lightens the mood. And even if you make a mistake, smiling, it's always good. It's never good to have a tense face when giving presentations. Otherwise, you know, the audience, they'll be a little stressed out. And, you know, overall, just smile and you know, have fun in your presentations and interviews. And, yeah. Yeah, um, definitely. You know, uh, you talked about, you know, how it's important to make connections. And smiling is a good way to initiate that connection. You know, like, yeah, exactly. If you're happy and you're lighthearted and you're relaxed, uh, mistakes and stuff, they don't really matter as much. It's kind of like this wallpaper that you can just, like, glue all over the cracks um, if you're able to just laugh at yourself and have fun with what you're doing, it doesn't really matter if whatever you say doesn't come out perfectly. Uh, you're able to connect with that audience and be able to be, uh, I guess, more attractive and desirable to the person. And that makes what you're saying more interesting. And uh, I guess things like mistakes and errors are just more forgivable because they don't really care. They care more about what you have to say and um, what you're presenting about. And that goes for with like all interactions, basically, you know, keeping up conversations. If you're uh, just having a conversation with a new person, like someone maybe that you become, want to become friends with, uh, things like that. Just smiling and laughing and just um, having like a happy expression on your face can go a long way to make someone else feel more comfortable and, you know, initiate that connection. Yeah, that's very true, Kenneth. And it's all about your personality, and, you know, your overall, you know, your theme that you give out. And that actually sticks with someone. And that's what actually forms true relationships. It's all about how your personality is. And, you know, if you're smiling and if you have a good presence around people, that's very important. And I wanted to move on towards, you know, humor. And as I said, you know, jokes are a great way of smiling. So what do you think about that? Yeah, humor is definitely like a great way to like I said, you know, be able to laugh at yourself and be able to, um, I guess, keep whatever you're doing in, in like the right context, I guess you would say. Um, as long as you're not doing, you know, something too dark or too like serious, um, just keeping a humorous attitude about it, being able to joke around, keep being able to uh, stay lighthearted about anything you're doing or talking about. It's a really nice tool to be able to, um, feel comfortable and make others feel comfortable through the use of jokes and just quips and things like that. Yes. And from experience, I know that it's great when you incorporate humor into an interview or a presentation because it shows people that, you know, you're a friendly person and, you know, jokes, they're always great conversation starters. I still remember I met a friend just yesterday and I gave a joke and it just lightens the mood super good. And yeah. Yeah. Um, jokes are like, jokes are basically how I started like a lot of my conversations. If not a joke, um, if it's like a close friend, maybe I'll like tease them about something and they'll tease me back. And then I don't, we just start talking that way. If it's someone, you know, I don't know as well, I just like comment about something funny I observed earlier, things like that, just to get, you know, like, I guess like a positive conversational ball rolling. And yeah, just, uh, Using things like that, it's a really nice way to um, start an interaction with someone and keep like a nice, lighthearted tone throughout that conversation. Of course. And um, um, a joke I have for you guys right now to lighten up the mood, mood is, um, why did the mushroom go to the party? Because he's a fun guy. Haha. <laughs> so basically, you can see that the mood lightened up a little bit and, you know, it's such a good positive feeling. So definitely, you know, include humor when talking to people. It's a great way to meet new people and, you know, make wonderful first impressions. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even if it doesn't have to be something as uh, corny as that, uh, you have things like satire. Um, when you're trying to make like what could be perceived as maybe like an aggressive comment or something like that, you can use satire to kind of take the edge off a criticism or something like that. You know, um, like that's I think why a lot of you know like leaders are so charismatic. Um, they're able to lead people, and you know, leading people always comes with having to deal with errors, having to deal with flaws, things like that. But being able to use humor and things like that to take the edge off of um, uh, bad situations and uh, more negatively toned comments, it's really nice to be able to, um, I guess, get someone to understand that it's not necessarily uh, malintentioned or, yeah, it's not necessarily uh, hostile or anything. Yeah, you're just kind of pointing out something that needs to be fixed. And things like satire and humor are really good for uh, giving that, I guess, protective shield. Indeed. And I'm also learning about satire in my AP language class. And, you know, we read a speech the other day from um, a famous person. And he used smiles to cover up any mistakes or flaws. And, you know, smiles are always good. And that was a great talk. And it's nice to lay down some ideas and discuss them at length. Unfortunately, we are out of time and we'll be moving on to our fourth segment soon. I'm Siri Panindra. And I'm Kenneth Chun. Find more information about our show at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com. Make sure to follow Be The Star You Are and express yourself at www.bethestarur.org. Support our show and find more information about our literacy and positive media charity that has been named a top-rated nonprofit for years now. Stay tuned for our next segment where I'll be talking about smiles and emoting in my segment 2020 Vision. starts here voiceamericaempowerment.com it's your world are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality the positive message outreach program of be the star you are charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on express yourself teen radio visit expressyourselfteenradio.com for information that's expressyourselfteenradio.com Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to our show. My name is Siri Panindra, and you're listening to Express Yourself Teen Radio. To conclude today's show about wonderful smiles, my co-host Kenneth will be talking about the visual significance of smiles in his segment, 2020 Vision. The floor is yours, Kenneth. Thank you for the intro, Siri. So our faces are the most expressive parts of our body. Um, No disrespect to the uh, other body language and posture and things like that, but nothing like the human face can so intricately display so many different emotions so well. It's pretty simple to control most normal movements, but the nuance and detail involved in forming genuine facial expressions make them really difficult to recreate. It's why great acting requires so much psychological change. Faces are how humans recognize the emotional presence of other people. The smile is, in particular, a very interesting facial expression by itself. On top of all that complexity I just mentioned, it's like the jack-of-all-trades of facial expressions. It can fit into so many different situations and contexts. A smile just has a lot of potential for subtle complexity. Uh, BBC articles title up there are 19 types of smile, but only six are for happiness. Describes exactly what you think. Uh, there are many different kinds of smiles that express a bo- broad range of emotions. Um, I'm not going to list them all right now, but it's inter- interesting to look at just a couple to show how they can say different things. Uh, the famous Duchenne smile is the genuine, unrestricted, happy smile. 
Uh, there are nervous spiritual smiles that imply intim- intimidation or uneasiness or nervousness. There's the schadenfreude smile uh, that displays a sadistic anger or malice, you know, that you kind of see in like horror movies when a serial killer or a psychopath um, takes on a smile. Uh, but what differentiates a smile from other facial expressions? A uh, frown can express several different feelings, from boredom to anger to frustration. Why is a smile so special? Well, a smile has a special kind of diversity that's hard to get with anything else. Some of the other kinds of smiles listed in the article are the contempt smile, uh, which displays anger or frustration mixed with restraint and self-awareness, and that you know retail worker kind of smile that people give when delivering bad news as a bit of a blow-softening defense mechanism. You know, if you ever go to a clothing store or something, and then the person behind the counter says that a coupon is expired or you can't return an item, they have that kind of uh, not strange but peculiar smile, I guess. That's you know uh, that people put on when they're uh, going around something like negative news. So these expressions uh, mix emotion with an acknowledgement of social norms and a person's surroundings. Uh, there are layers and layers of control and expression within that smile, and those tiny chinks in that metaphorical armor do a lot to determine how someone is feeling. Um, it's easier for your brain to play spot the difference with different smiles too. If you go outside for an hour, it's likely you'll see at least a couple smiles on people's faces during that time. It's natural for most societies to just smile in most situations. If you meet and talk to someone, as long as the interaction isn't too unpleasant, they'll probably smile if they don't have a neutral face. Even if someone is upset, a lot of societal norms dictate most people to conceal most strong emotions with a smile out of general politeness, however forced that smile may be. Seeing all these smiles cover a variety of complex thoughts and feelings naturally trains your brain to catch the tiny details that signify a certain emotion. Smiles are basically an easy way for most people to read incredibly complicated feelings. Wow, that's that's amazing. And I already gained so much insight on the different types of smiles that I was previously not aware of. It's super good to know that, you know, there's like multiple type of types of smiles. And wow, that's just super interesting. And I wanted to take take a step towards, you know, the media side. And I wanted to ask you, Kenneth, why do you think that so many movies and television shows, they end with smiles? Uh, yeah, that's like an uh, interesting question. Um, a lot of movies and TV shows, you know, like a lot of famous ones like Mean Girls, Psycho, you know, the newest Avengers movie, the Infinity War movie, they all end with smiles as their final shot or like close to their final shot. And I think that's because smiles have an interesting... Uh, Sorry if I sound like a weird, pretentious snob, but they have like this artistic poignancy to them. Uh, Smiling has this kind of uh, conclusive uh, aura around them. You know, when you're frowning or when you're like raising your eyebrows, it usually seems like you're in the middle of thought or you're caught up in some kind of emotion. Um, Like uh, we've talked about earlier and, you know, in the chapters earlier in our show, uh, there was a point that frowns actually take more effort uh, to make than smiles. So smiling is kind of more natural. Um, and with frowns and uh, other looks like that, yeah, they imply this kind of uh, uncompleteness. You're in the middle of something. You're in the middle of thinking or processing something. And a smile, you know, with its um, natural tendency, I guess, uh, even if that person is angry or maniacal or like sad or disappointed or depressed there's this kind of you know ending feeling when you have a smile on it's just kind of a natural ending to cover any emotion and you know since smiles can cover so many emotions uh that one uh, facial expression is a nice way to just end uh, a story and you know cinematic experiences like movies and shows I totally agree. But also, I think smiles are somewhat cliffhangers for some cases. You know, you brought a multitude of types of smiles, you know. Who knows what kind of, you know, smile it is, whether it's, you know, a happy smile, a sarcastic smile. So that's also super interesting. You know, you have to look underneath those those smiles whenever a movie ends with smiles because, you know, it could have a meaning underneath that. And um, I wanted to ask you, um, so what does this say about the link between smiling and positivity? Because, you know, you brought some, um, you brought up some types of smiles which are not so positive. 
So what do you think the link is between smiling and positivity? Is it still there? Um, I think it is kind of still there. You know, there are smiles that um, are covered by, you know, anger and disappointment and things like that. But that core uh, meaning behind the expression, I think it still it lies in like a general attitude of positivity and happiness. You know, uh, the thing with uh, maniacal smiles and uh, I guess like somber, um, melancholy smiles, um, they're kind of like other negative emotions mixed with that little tinge of happiness. Um, there's just a little element of happiness that kind of frames the uh, more, I guess, present emotions. But I think just the fact that it is a smile and that it's so um, heavily associated with being happy and being um, excited, it is kind of like a framing device for the emotion. So that link still exists. It's just that when you put it in different contexts, um, that smile can get mixed in with different emotions. Yeah, and um, we talked about the media perspective with movies and shows, but um, I wanted to bring up something about novels and books where you really cannot see the face physically of a character. And when a novel says the character is smiling, um, how do you know whether that person is, you know, smiling sarcastically or not? And I feel that's just like a really good mystery. And going back to the movies, um, what defines a smile in this context? Um, I think a smile is kind of defined by um, a little bit of of what I talked about earlier. It's kind of like this uh, natural um, expression that signifies a strong emotion. Um, You know, I talked about how it has this conclusive feeling to it. And I think a smile is the kind of expression that shows that a character is firmly within a certain emotion. They're not, you know, changing between things or they're not like in the middle of processing or thinking about something, they've kind of settled on an emotion and they're, you know, there to stay for a while. And I think the smile is kind of what determines, is the smile is the facial expression that determines that kind of state. Yeah, smiles are a great ending um, for both novels and movies. It's just a great way to end on. And that was some very interesting insight, but sadly the time has come to say goodbye for this week. We give our thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and our Voice America Empowerment crew, especially our voice engineer, Josh. Thanks for um, watching, guests and reporters from across the world, and our listeners for making us a top-rated program. I'm Siri Panindra. I'm Kenneth Chan. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For info on our creative community, charity efforts, and outreach programs, go to our main site at www.bethestarur.org. Until next week, remember, make this, the, uh, make this the best year of your life. Volunteer, smile, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would let yourself.